This is uh, Rocket Bomb Podcast. This is Brian. Uh, you just heard Gonna Heal Everyone by Indianapolis band Thunders. Um, I have Ryan Reedy from Thunders on the phone tonight. Hello. Um, what can you tell us about that song? Uh, I mean, uh, what do you, you want to know? Well, it's, uh, it's a rocker. What, uh, oh. What, uh, this, that, this is the first one of your songs that I heard was my introduction to uh at the time i guess the name of the band was sisters um yeah. what is now thunders i don't know like what's um you know what can you tell us about thunders the band and then then what can you tell us about the song like where are you guys coming from um well um 
I guess the kind of thing is uh, the, the whole thing kind of began with uh, me deciding like three years ago that I wanted to be the singer in the next band that I was in. And then, um, so then it was kind of a process of both figuring out how to sing and teach myself how to do that. And then, um, raising up money to buy a computer and a bunch of recording software in order to be able to demo songs on my own. And, uh, so I guess in a roundabout way, I'll answer both of them. I'll probably answer the song or the question about the song and then talk about the band, I guess. But, uh, so what I did was I was living out of my car for a few months to, because I was working like a minimum wage job. I kind of refused to work any other kind of job, but I kind of liked the job that I had. So I was working and sleeping on my friend's couches um, and saving up money to give to my brother to uh, build this computer for me. So he quoted me on a price, and then I kind of got my own little budget that I had that I was going to spend like X amount of money on this and buy a sound card and you know, microphones and these things. And um, so I started recording all these songs and then I had done Gimme Heal Everyone kind of about three years ago, no, about two years ago now, around uh, February, I remember. And kind of, I had written it all out on an acoustic guitar and I had demoed all of it on my um, on my four track as an acoustic song. And then I was like, I'm going to record this, you know, on my computer. And my friend Aaron was kind of like, you know, gave me a lot of support then, so he was telling me that I need to, you know, see it through and start recording it. So I ended up recording that song by myself in my bedroom, and uh, I guess, like, lyrically, the song is kind of, like, the biggest sarcastic thing I've ever written in my entire life, I think. <laughs> you know, uh, that whole, like, love gonna heal everyone thing is a, a joke. I totally did not believe that then, and it's like, the joke was also that it was, like, this poppy summertime song, you know, like with these really ridiculous lyrics about, like, you know, just insane shit, you know, about falling in love with somebody and then just being like, this is totally ridiculous and totally stupid. And I guess some of it had to do with this girl that I was kind of seeing who I found out that was, like, seeing somebody. You know, like, I was the other guy kind of situation. And I was like, man, you know, this is stupid. Why why am I even trying to do this sort of thing? So it's kind of about that, and it's kind of like this girl telling me that she thought that I was psychotic. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to write the most psychotic, sarcastic song I possibly can about that, kind of. And so that's kind of what that song is all about. And it was almost kind of a dare to myself to see if I could write a song that was mostly just one chord. So it's mostly just A major. And then it kind of does like a key change in it for a second. But, like, <laughs> yeah. It's a... Um, so uh, Thunders is... Is Thunders primarily you then? Are you the, the primary songwriter? It sounds like... The band started, um, like you said, it started with you on friends' couches and in your car. Um, what can you tell us about? Um, I guess incep- what, can you, what can you say about the inception of the band and where the band is now? Well, um, I had recorded all the songs that I did it in um, a couple houses that I was living in. I was moving around a lot after I moved into a house, and I did some of the stuff at this house I was living at on Jackson Street in Muncie, and then I moved to um, another house. And I was living in the um, living in the uh, attic of this house, so I did a lot of it in that house. And then I had like a week where I was living there, where my other roommates all moved out. So I moved all of my stuff down to the living room, and I did the majority of all all the recording in that week. And I remember like most of the vocals. I'd say about over fifty percent of it I had done in that week in like late July. And then I went back to school and I kind of put it all on the back burner while I was also trying to find 
people to um, be in the band with. And I'd gone down to a party in Indianapolis, and I'd run into Tony there. And Tony and I had known each other through, you know, just being friends, playing shows and stuff like that. And I'd go see his band playing occasionally. And I knew that he'd played drums. So we talked about, you know, kind of starting something because he said that his band was done. And I was like, well, that's cool. I'm trying to do this thing. I'll let you listen to it and you tell me if you're interested. So he listened to it and he told me he was interested in doing it and stuff. So, um, and then Brian came on board because it was kind of like, if Tony's in my band, then Brian would be in the band too. And he'd play bass. So I never really talked to Brian at all until we had our first like rehearsal. And I had just brought my iPod over to Tony's house and we listened to songs and we were like, you know, they all seemed pretty interested. And, and then, you know, Mark came on board um, because Mark and I have been friends since our freshman year of college. We used to eat lunch together all the time, and then we were in a band together for years, and then he moved to Indianapolis, and I stayed around Monty, and I was kind of like living on couches and going back to school. And, uh, I'd moved back, and we kind of like reconnected, and we were thinking, you know, like what if Mark came and did some of the auxiliary percussion on the record, you know, from the stuff on the record, because it kind of was all over it, and then... Then it was like, well, what if Mark just plays guitar on some stuff, too? And then it was him playing guitar on a few songs and doing percussion on a couple other songs. And then it was kind of like he had left his other band, and it was just kind of like he joined. And then as soon as he joined, you know, he started playing guitar more. So, so the stuff that you guys are you guys have been playing out live is, um, um, would you say it's, it's similar to the stuff on the record that you recently released, or is it... Um... Have you changed the songs by adding more people? Um, you know, actually, I think the only song that we really changed that much that is off the record that we actually play is 83, which on the, it would be, we tried doing it like it was on the recording, and it just really, we couldn't get it down. We couldn't get the, uh, there's no drums on the recording, for one, and we wanted to add drums, and it, it would have just required, like, I don't know, Change is something that I really, I, I don't know, it just wasn't there. We just couldn't do it. So um, we kind of went through a couple different things of doing it, and we kind of decided that we were just going to change it into kind of a really noisy, you know, fuzzy song instead of it being like kind of all the background vocals and guitar leads and these things. Like, And then we kind of chopped off the whole like tail end when it reprises, I guess. But that's like kind of the only huge difference, you know, in terms of that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess to answer your question, yes, that's, that's the only huge difference on that one. There are other songs that I've recorded where, you know, they've mostly been kind of put together on a computer, but not really, like, not like I wasn't completely satisfied with them. So the way that we've been working lately has just been, you know, showing up with the song, figuring out, like, kind of the basic elements of it, and then just kind of going from there and trying to add and subtract or whatever. Cool. Uh, we have another song from you coming up next. Uh, you got a, any anything to, to say about the song before we listen to it? Uh, the second song? Yeah. Oh, uh, Somnambulist? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, um, I had initially written that song like kind of a couple days before Christmas. And it was like right after I'd quit this job that I was working. And I was working two jobs and it was really stressful and I kind of know. It was just kind of weird because I felt like my days were numbered at this place and I felt like, you know, there was some weird stuff going on and I was kind of depressed about a bunch of other things too. And I quit and I went home and it was like, kind of like this job had become some sort of like thing that, that represented something to me. You know what I mean? So the song is kind of like this really depressing song about like, 
I don't know. I was just in a really horrible place for most of 2006, and it was toward the tail end of it, and, you know, like, toward the end of the year, I kind of, like, sit back and just start thinking about, like, the whole year and stuff, and I was just feeling really sorry for myself, I guess, and it was, like, I'd written a song on this acoustic guitar, and it, it sounded like Neil Young, and I thought that was kind of silly, and then I ended up recording it, demoing it on my four-track, and made up this bass line a couple of weeks later, and it sounded completely different, and then it kind of just went with that new direction with it.
Okay, that was Somnambulist by Thunders. Did I say it right? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, uh, that song is... German for Sleepwalker, so... Okay, cool. Um, I was going to have... You just answered a question I was going to ask. <laughs> That's a much different song from... Uh, the uh, you'd mentioned sort of that is you know starting out as a Neil Youngish song and then um, the changing as you added parts, but it's got definitely a different uh, different feel than "Gonna Heal Everyone." It's much more uh, subdued and um, it's not it's not as it's not as straightforward a rocker. What um what can you say I guess about like the influences that you have when you're songwriting? And that's one thing I noticed on the um, the record that you guys released last year was that. Um, you have a pretty wide range of sounds that you capture on that record. Um, you know, I think that without sounding like really pretentious, and I hope that I don't sound like that, I guess, but kind of like the idea is like you come up with something and you have this idea for a song and then kind of hear it in your head and then, then I would demo it. And then really what I would do is most of the time I would just kind of like let the song tell me what it needed to have happen and then I would just do it. And then a lot of times I would like, you know, my friend Aaron says that I would method act, you know, like things where I'd think to myself, like, what would this person do in this situation in this song? Like, how would this person play on that? You know, and it's kind of all dependent on, like, how the song, I think, sounds and what it's needing to have happen on it. And um, Somnambulous is the song that I had done, and then I had heard one of my friend's band songs, and I heard, like, a second of it, and I thought, like, oh, that sounds kind of cool. Like, I might kind of, like, jock that a little bit. So... It it was a really simple chord progression. It's just A minor and G, so it kind of leaves a lot of leeway for putting things on top of it. And then once I had the bass line on Sunambulist, it was kind of like, oh, okay, cool. It's like this really sort of rolling thing. I'll just, you know... I think the idea was to make the chorus sound as big as possible, but, you know, so it gets kind of really big there, and then maybe a little claustrophobic during the verses or something, and then with the really big sort of, like, ner- noisy end on it. And, um... What so a- I think... Like what? What are you? What when you wrote? Um, did you write a lot of these songs at the same? The, I think you said earlier you wrote a lot of these songs at the same time where you were Muncie. Is that is that true, or was it expanded over a period of time? Um, I'm sorry. What when you? Uh, sorry, it's a little far from the mic there. When you recorded the these set the sets of songs, was it in a like a condensed amount of time, or was it over a longer period of time? I know you said that you recorded them while you were in Muncie. Um, um, well, um, I kind of had some things like floating around in my head for a couple months, but most of it started about two and a half years ago. I okay. started writing some songs and then started demoing them around the same time on my four track. And then when I got my computer stuff, I started working on cool. a bunch of them at the same time. And I think that like, I don't know, I, I have most of them on my computer and most of the things that I've had like mixed down into actual MP3 files and put on, I have like an iTunes folder that I have. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, it's, it's like around four years something. Wow. The reason I was asking is I was going to ask a little bit about when you were recording all this stuff, what you were listening to. Uh, one of the things in this, the song that we just listened to um, that kind of stood out to me and some of your vocal, some of your vocal approach, it, it like, it, re- it makes me reminisce of, you know, like old Zeppelin recordings where you've got like this like wide range of layered, like um, uh, just layered vocals. It's cool. Oh, yeah, I mean, I I suppose, I mean, it wasn't necessarily something I think I was consciously doing, I guess, was a Zeppelin thing, but, you know, Led Zeppelin was, like, the first 
thing I ever remember listening to out of my own volition. You know, like my parents had this um, stereo, component stereo system with a receiver and a CD player and stuff. And I was like eight or I was like seven or eight and I was uh, looking at it and it was all in pieces and I was just kind of confused as to why we had it and it wasn't put together. So my mom like allowed me to put the whole thing back together again. So I was like back behind it with all this RCA chords and my dad had a pretty modest amount of CDs and I remember just like looking at one of them and thinking it was really interesting and I put it in and it was like Led Zeppelin Floor, Led Zeppelin Floor, like Zoso, Black Dog's the first song on it, you know, and I'm sitting in front of these two towering speakers that were about as tall as I was, you know, and uh, just hearing it that, you know, so I mean like it's always been something that I've listened to and being like 11 or 12 and playing guitar pretending to be Jimmy Page after school while everybody else is like, you know, going to basketball practice was also kind of a big thing too, yeah. so. So all the the stuff that on the first on the record that you guys put out it, that was all played by you and recorded by you and written by you in uh, as you mentioned when you were in Muncie uh, a while back as, as the band is continuing now and writing new songs uh, and moving forward have you found that things are changing is it is it still primarily you writing the songs or is it more collaborative? Well, um, well the thing is like. I felt really awkward about doing all of it by myself. And initially it was kind of like, I'll have all the stuff. I'll just work on it as much as I can and get it done. And then I keep going between like, I need to finish this and do this, you know, to prove to myself that I can do it. And then like being feeling I was really overwhelmed and like, I kind of got into something that was like way more than I could deal with. Um, so as a, you know, as a consequence of that, a lot of the things that I was doing didn't get finished. The songs, like the six or seven songs or whatever on the EP that we just put out, like those are just kind of the songs that were like the most together that kind of made the most sense together. So, um, so for the new stuff, it is a lot more collaborative in the sense that like I'll play a song or demo the song, teach everybody the parts and we'll play it. And then we'll just kind of like add or subtract or, or whatever, you know, or, you know, or some of the newer stuff, you know, it's like I'll only have like a verse and a chorus part together, then we'll just kind of like work it out together as much as possible. But I think it's really up to anybody to decide whether or not a part is good or something is good or we'll put it together, you know, or they'll fill in the, the spots in between or something. It's, it's it, you know, it just depends on the song and how much it's finished or like what needs to have happened to it is what's going to happen right. to it. What, um, Oh man, I just lost my train of thought. Um, I had a really good question. It's going to be amazing and earth shattering, I'm sure. Um, the next song that we're going to listen to is called "Summer Dream," and that is that a new song that you have re you recorded with the full band, or is that something um, from the previous sessions? Um, it's a new song. Um, I had written it last year, last summer, around this time that my friend was sending me like Reiki treatment in my dreams, and it was like sent me into this like two month long bout of insomnia that I was kind of facing it was awful i have like insomnia that goes like kind of in and out of my life but this one is like the most intense sort of like apocalyptic zombie zombie nightmare chase like insane dreams that i was having or dreams about playing guitar for george w bush i mean just kind of ridiculous stuff but um yeah so like the song is just kind of like partially sarcastic you know kind of summer dreams sort of like i'm not sleeping really and i'm kind of like not taking very good care of myself kind of thing but yeah and uh, i it was kind of like the song that came quickest together because, like, I had written it real quick, demoed it real quick. You know, I was kind of writing it as I was demoing it. Took it to practice. Everyone was like, cool, we're down with it. And then a week later, we played it. So 
and then we demoed it, and it was all it's everybody like playing on it. So and we cool. demoed it, and we recorded it at our practice space. It's a it's a great song. There's actually I've been trying to put my finger on it since I since I picked it up. There's a there's something there's some uh, like there's a nod in this song to something else I've heard. I feel and like I cannot put my finger on it. There's it's like it, it's like one of those it's one of those songs that when I listen to it, it reminds me of like it reminds me of like a band. It reminds me of a song I've heard before. It, this is an, this is a, meant as a compliment. It's like when I don't know if you've ever heard a song where like that sounds like a song I forgot about. Like that's uh, what's that? I don't know. I could probably tell you which one, but I don't know what if I really feel like incriminating myself like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we can we can do that off the record. Um, okay. Well, it's, it's a it's a great song, and uh, we'll listen to it here in a second. Um, before we go, uh, though, Ryan, do you have anything uh, anything to add or anything? What's what's next for Thunders? What's coming up, and uh, what are, what are you guys' plans for the new year? 2009, um, well, um, we demoed along with Summer Dream, we demoed about six other songs, and that was in September, and then now we're getting together another group of, you know, seven or eight songs to demo, and then we're going to try to record a new record and do as much touring as possible, but I mean, playing as many shows and getting songs taken care of, and then I'm always working on new stuff too, so, you know, just trying to just keep working on stuff and work really hard. Cool. Uh, well, uh, where also I was going to ask you, where can people find you online, etc.? I'm assuming you guys have a MySpace page. Um, yeah, we have a MySpace page, but I think we have our um, we have a website splash page set up that'll like take you directly to uh, to our MySpace page. So what is? Kinda, what, I think it, what's that? I'm what's kinda, that address? Uh, I'm typing it in right now to make sure that it works. <laughs> um, make sure I got the URL right. Okay. It's www.thundersTheBand.com. There's no spaces. Okay. ThundersTheBand.com. Yeah, it kind of, it's kind of a new thing. So that, that we have that, so I had to kind of type it in here to make sure that it was all together. Cool. All right. All right. So you can uh, you can check out more from Thunders at ThundersTheBand.com. Get some links to their MySpace page there. Um, be sure to. Uh, Tell all your friends about Thunders and tell all your friends about Rocket Bomb and uh, subscribe to Rocket Bomb if you haven't. There should be feed links on the website um, or feed links and all that stuff available at rocketbomb.com. Um, feel free to drop by and leave comments on this episode. And up next, we have Summer Dream by Thunders. Thank you, Ryan, for uh, being on the phone tonight. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, in the summertime.